Welcome him back from his travels and traverses. Took him to an international airport. It is Johnny Molson, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. Hey, yes, it is the Michael Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Good to actually see each other face to face. It's、Absolutely. been a while. It has been. Yes,、uh, we begin today. With a story straight from Illinois. We'll、yeah. talk about your travels, but there's, there was a big breaking news story here in Illinois that is right up our alley, as it were. <laughs> If there's one thing we specialize not in, it's not up my alley either,、okay. but one thing we specialize in is ridiculousness、yeah. and sex and poo. Yeah, sex and poo. And, You're right. And、uh, we go to Quincy, where、uh, a Quincy man was. Ever been to Quincy?、Uh, yeah. It's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not, I don't spend a lot of time there. It's like,、yeah, you know what? Decatur's not so bad. Right. <laughs> there you go. That's your Decatur joke. Yes.、Uh, man allegedly caught, quote, performing coitus on a horse. Oh, what are you doing? While standing on a five gallon bucket. <laughs> well, I mean. And feeding it apples. Well, I mean. At least he was, at least、yeah. he was giving the horse、right. something he enjoyed、Took、at the her time. Took to dinner first. Right. Uh, 39 year old man arrested after de- de-、uh, deputies with a local sheriff's office caught him having sexual intercourse with a horse. That makes it sound romantic, doesn't it? Yes, that's, you shouldn't use those t y p e of flowery terms.、No. A guy was being a weirdo perv,、yeah. doing things he shouldn't be doing with a horse, and got arrested and should be thrown in jail for the rest of his life. Jack R. Blank. What? No, 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 no. No, no, the guy's can't name can't be Jack Blank. Jack R. Jack hey, R. Blank. Jack R. Hey, Jack R. Blank.、Um, allegedly copulated with the same animal. Don't! D- d- don't be using these terms!、Uh, I'm sorry, he was, he was a freak screwing a horse. Yes, thank you. Apparently, this is not the first time. Oh. Nor the second time. What? He has been with the same animal. It's been a long term relationship, more than 10 times. Was taken into custody. How do they know? Did the horse take the stand? Yeah. Be like. Because now it's love. I guess so.、Now、yeah, it's when, love. when you get to 10, that's.、Uh, he was charged with one count of unlawful sexual contact with an animal, which apparently is only a class four felony. It's kind of low on the list of things. That should be way higher. Oh, that's. that's you get caught. That's death row. First, yeah, you get caught. Having sex with, first of all, having sex with a horse one.、Mm-hmm. Anytime you have to have sex with anything and standing on a five gallon bucket to do it, that's probably not <laughs> a great idea. Or feeding it apples. So there's a lot wrong there. So apparently, down in Adams County,、uh, officers made the discovery just after midnight on Friday、uh, in the pale moonlight. <laughs> The bewitching hour. <laughs> Several deputies were reportedly conducting stationary patrols、uh, near a farm when they reportedly found Jack R. Blank.、Uh, <laughs> it's like, do you wait? Do you wait till he's done? How do you, Or do you go, get the hell off that horse? Yeah, how do you go about that? Oh, riding bareback tonight, I see. Authorities say he was standing on a five gallon bucket and feeding animals to the, to the animal while. Feeding apples, I should say. What did I say? You said animals, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Feeding apples to the animal while simultaneously performing coitus, according to the report. How? Oh, I, okay. So, was. Oh, never mind. I don't even want to get into it about how he was feeding the apples and still doing coitus. According to the. Well, you know how the horse. I don't know. I don't know. Right. It's like, like throwing it, like, there you go. Catch the apple. <laughs> like, it's a seal. The seal could do it. Why can't you? Catch it. Here we go. <laughs> you know, when I was screwing that seal last week, <laughs> the seal had、easy. no problem bouncing a ball on its head while I was having sex with it. 
They were even playing music on horns. According to uh, the... Uh, Adams County Sheriff. According to the Sheriff's Department, and when the judge read the... Um, uh, what read the... Uh, what, the charges? The, the charges, thank you. I'm so <laughs> messed up by this whole story. As well you should be. Uh, the charges specifically say that uh, blank stands accused of having, quote, placing his penis inside the vagina of the horse... Um, he, had, he allegedly had sex with the horse about a dozen times. Is he admitting this? Or, like, did they catch him a dozen? Like, after you catch the person a third time, no more horses for that guy. So, here's the question. We've asked this before. Yes. Where do you set the bond at? <sighs> that's 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 $80 million bond. Because you got to come up with... Ten, that's $8 million. You see, what, 10% of the bond is what you have to come up with? That's an $80 million bond. The judge set the bond at $2,000. BS! Only 200 bucks? His attorney asked it to be lowered to 1000 No. No. Um, Attorney argued, hey, he doesn't make a lot of money. Uh, so the $1,000 a month he makes comes from uh, from disability. Um, and seven- but he's on a five-gallon bucket humping yeah. a horse, but yeah. he's got disability? Man pays $700 in rent somewhere on a farm outside of Quincy. Uh, and uh, the um, the attorney said he's is, he is as low risk as anybody could possibly come. What? Ask the horse. Yeah. <laughs> for you, maybe, because you're a person. <laughs> not... Not for uh, oh, a black stallion over there or black beauty. Uh, but the uh, judge. My friend Flicka, was that a horse too? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think that was a dolphin. <laughs> oh, no. No. My Flicka, oh, Flicka. Flicka, Flicka was, was the dolphin. Yeah, Flipper was a dolphin. My friend Flicka is the horse. Sorry. Don't Flicka. And Flicka doesn't want any part of Jack or Blank. No, no, no. Uh, but the judge disagreed and said, no, $2,000. Yeah. That's That's way too low. For Jack R. Blank. Uh, he's uh, set for arraignment, I guess, earlier this week. And uh, to never be. Doesn't say, yeah, it doesn't say how he's he's pled yet. So that one did. And never can go to the Kentucky Derby ever. God almighty. Oh, God. That, that, is, that, that is truly something that is. And uh, a lot of premeditation there. Yeah. Not like, oh, my God, I am so horny right now. I would screw a horse. You know how you say that sometimes. <laughs> It's usually I'm so hungry I can eat a horse, no. but but this guy's so horny you can screw a horse. <laughs> no, that's you just know. Jack being Jack. You get to a point. No, no, no. You know he went and he got one of those five gallon buckets from Menards, mm-hmm. uh, filled it with apples. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to look at a bucket of apples and say like apple picking has come on to a whole different thing now. Ugh, uh, God. And why is it only a class four felony with that two thousand dollars bond? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. That's an eighty million dollar bond that's at least. Guantanamo is what You're that right. is. That's exactly what it is. Then go hang out with those guys. Yes, yes. It is the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. So uh, staying on the subject of of dongs, <laughs> yes. You on one of your travels <laughs> sent me a photo. And immediately, I thanked you so much for it because I, too, had to do a double take of the photo in and of itself. And I'm telling you, I'm driving down the highway here, mm-hmm. and I see this enormous sign up in the sky, and I had to go to the next exit, turn around, go back, just to get the picture. Because it's like, I got to take a picture of it. And this was in Oklahoma, correct? This outside was, yeah, this of Tulsa? Outside Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. And uh, I'm just, you know trying to follow the directions on my GPS. I'm, you know, watching a road I've never been on. But out of the corner of my left eye, I see a big sign up in the sky, a big white sign with huge red capital letters that just says, DONGS. 
And so, of course. What do they serve there? <laughs> what do they serve? What do they sell? What's going on there? I don't know. Is this a restaurant? Is this a, what is, is it a sex place? Is it a, what, 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 what am I looking at here? And so you turn around as well you should, because you have to make sure you can't yeah. just stop in the middle of the road. You got to right. continue on. But what you found out that Dong's actually is. Yeah, Dong's in Tulsa, Oklahoma is a big uh, gun shop, a huge gun shop, apparently. One of the largest is what they is, according to their website here. Uh, if you go to dongsguns.com. That seems like it should be a porn site. Sure it does. Yeah. I thought for sure it was a sex toy shop or a or a male stripper or something. It's something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, but I should have, you know, I, I couldn't put it all together that I was in Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Uh, just driving around on, on an open highway and there would be just a huge sign that just says, dongs, guns, ammo, and reloading. Of when course. You, when your dong runs dry. That's right. When you need one in the chamber or your dongs, guns. <laughs> We're not shooting blanks at dongs. <laughs> Yeah. We Dongs put, comes fully loaded. Yeah. We put the cock in cocked and loaded. We empty your chamber. <laughs> Here at Dongs. If they're not using these, I don't know. No, they really need um, to be. So, yeah, you pull up to the place, and it's it's like painted like a zebra. It's all just, it's it's all weird zebra exotic okay. patterns and everything. Interesting. Um, Interesting choice, choice for Dongs. And kind of a kind of a strange, it was just a, it was just a weird building it just it looked like a building that you would find by the side of the highway just a just a building all right yeah you know, just, yeah just right weird, just, just kind of just junky no okay. really anywhere um turns out that dongs according to their about us page <laughs> dongsguns.com dongs was started in 1946 by Mabel and Fong Dong Fong Dong uh, and is currently owned and operated by their daughter and her husband we are a retail hunting and shooting store that specializes in the hard to find dongs items <laughs> and we pride ourselves in having the largest selection of dongs anywhere in Oklahoma we have 10,000 unique items to choose oh, from wow. our store is open 6 days a week closed on Sunday to pray to the lord yes because you want you don't want dongs to be uh, being sold on Sundays and in 2022 dongs was selected as the best in the world firearm store best in the world firearm store by Tulsa World Okay. Best in the world. By Tulsa according World. According to Tulsa. Tulsa World. <laughs> are they only hand-sized dongs, or do they have the large caliber dongs for us, too? It, it, it looks like they have just about, oh, there's a dongs catalog. Okay. Oh, they have a dong catalog? Yeah. Pick out which one you want? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I can, can I, uh, can I door dash dong? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can door dash a dong. You can't door dash dong? No, because you got to file the correct paperwork uh, for dong delivery. You got your pistols. Does dong deliver? <laughs> Uh, you got your dong pistols. You got your, uh, I don't know what a choke tube is. <laughs> I don't think you can choke tube a dong. <laughs> Maybe you can in certain parts uh, of the internet. You got uh, powder caps. Uh, well, you want to make sure it looks good. Yeah. You got reloading, uh, reloading dies, cleaning supplies. Do you have semi-automatic dongs or fully automatic <laughs> dongs? You got a dong, a holster, a holster for your dong. Oh, well, you have to have a dong holster. A dong sling. Does, now let me ask you this: Dong targets. Does the do, does the does dong? Do they have the the ankle dong host holsters? <laughs> I probably do. Yeah, for, okay. the, for the ladies. For the ladies, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I tell you what, uh, I when the Nugenics contract runs out on our podcast, uh, I think we ought to send our salesperson. We have a salesperson for our podcast. Yes, we do. Okay, we do. Good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, to to go down to dongs because I'll I'll talk about dongs all day, <laughs> and we could use the same catchphrase. <laughs> 
dongs. She'll like it too. So there we go. It is the Mike and Molson Two Gift Radio podcast. Staying on the upper echelon of topics here. Yeah. So so fancy are we? So cultured. Here is a am I the a hole from Reddit concerning a trip to the strip club. It begins. So my friend and I went to a strip club last night. He seemed to be really into one of the strippers and kept trying to chat her up during her set. I could tell she was just being polite, but he didn't seem to get the hint. After she finished her set, he asked her if she wanted to go on a date with him sometime. She politely declined and said she wasn't interested in dating customers. My friend seemed disappointed, but he didn't make a big deal out of it. Later, when we were leaving the club, I told him that I thought it was a, it was cringe that he asked a stripper on a date. Yes. I said it was kind of disrespectful to her and her job, <laughs> and that he was just setting himself up for disappointment. My friend got really defensive and said I was just jealous that he had the guts to ask her out. We ended up arguing about it for a while, and now he's not talking to me. I kind of feel bad for calling him cringe, but I really do think it was an inappropriate thing to do. Am I the a-hole there in this particular case Um, for calling out his buddy who tried to ask a stripper out while she was still technically on the clock? Well, you know, as they say at Dong's Guns in Tulsa, Oklahoma, hey, sometimes you got to shoot your shot. And he, he, he took a swing. Um, so I don't know that it was cringe. I think here's what I think. I'm more it's cringe. Right, because you're like, oh, we. I've never been to a strip club, right? But I still understand and know the back and forth of a strip club. It's 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 a more nude Hooters, a Correct. strip club with the with, you know some of them still have food, but the ladies there make their money by pretending to be interested. There you go. And so it's cringe that he would ask, but I don't think I don't think it was right. something that was wildly inappropriate or disrespectful no, of him to do. No, certainly not. And and, and certainly he sh- he was not the first one that has asked her that. Uh, it's Is it cringe? It's certainly naive that he doesn't realize okay. that they're playing a game. Because, and you're playing a game too. Because right? I, would, I would ask the gentleman who's, who went off on his friend for being disrespectful for asking the stripper while at the strip club. I don't know that you can really disrespect a stripper, can you? Well, not as much as their dad probably did. Um, but no. Sorry. But uh, would you find it... I would ask that guy, would he... Has he ever asked out a bartender mm-hmm. or a waitress or a barista? Is it... Does he find it disrespectful to ask out anybody in the course of their job? No, I, I, honestly, though, in, in fairness to strippers, what would what would be disrespectful would be, hey, for another hundred bucks. You Correct. Know, that would be disrespectful. That's disrespectful. This guy at least followed. Pro- he didn't do it while she was on stage. Now, granted, he was getting a little too probably mm-hmm. talky talky with her in the middle of her set. Yeah. It, it seems like. But once she leaves that stage, it's not like to your point. It wasn't like, hey, can we? Go? He was. At least polite about right. it, I think, and the fact that, hey, you know, I think we may have had something. Can we, you know, would you like a cup of coffee later or go out on a date or something? That, and, and look, that's not disrespectful. It's just naive. It would be it would be foolish of most men in any situation if there is a nude woman standing in front of you. If you don't say, can we can we go back to my place? I mean, that's just it seems like that would be the next question, right? I mean, that's a, that that seems reasonable in most situations, except at a strip club. Correct. And I also feel like the the response of the friend who was called out 
saying you're jealous because I had the guts enough to do it. No. I don't, I, that, that, that doesn't fly with me either. No, no, certainly not. No, it was, it was stupid. Yes. But I don't know if it comes to the, the disrespectful part is the reason why I think this guy is kind of an a-hole. Don't, don't say it's disrespectful. Like, I mean, he went about it a respectful way. It's just naive. It, it, it was cringe. Yeah, you're kind of embarrassed that your buddy fell that much for the, the stripper in question, but it wasn't disrespectful. Several years ago, uh, when I was writing the radio ads for Deja Vu here in town, the local stripping joint, mm-hmm. um, I was sent there as a secret shopper. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, basically, to sort of watch and see how the interaction was going on, because uh, the guy was genuinely curious as to why the girls weren't making more money and why, Interesting. why, why this okay. thing wasn't yeah, yeah. happening. So basically, my job was to sit with my back to the stage, you know, where all the action's going mm-hmm. on, and just sort Kinda of keep listen. an eye on, the, on how the... Inter- and it was fascinating. I mean, it really, oh, I'm the, sure. The ones who know what they're doing are brilliant at it. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, the, and then there's always the, uh, hi, honey, want to dance? No. Okay. And then, then, these then the, of, right, these exactly. You got to butter somebody up. But the, but the one, the ones who knew what was going on and kind of understood the game of the flirts and everything, and it's same thing at Hooters. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, oh, wow, you're going to make a lot, a lot of, money. of money. Yeah. You're very good at what you <laughs> do. That's really kind of impressive. So, uh, if you learn nothing else from this podcast, don't, don't interrupt them while they're working and, and don't ask them, am I out? They, they they probably no. they probably already have that taken care of. Don't don't worry about that. Uh, on your travels, uh, going back to that real quick. Yeah. Airports sometimes you get delayed a little bit, mm-hmm. and in this particular particular situation, were you already on the plane? When well, this there, there were two situations. Happened? There was one. There was one just last night uh, as we were flying back to Springfield. I say we in the royal sense. Um, we and the entire people on the plane. Uh, and the four people listening right. to us. <laughs> not on the radio. So standing there and the uh, the gate uh, attendant is doing this whole thing about uh, – he gets on the microphone and instead of just saying, ladies and gentlemen, a slight delay. Uh, we're waiting for the pilot to arrive and we'll get you on the plane here. And, and it was like a 15, 20-minute delay. Not a big deal. Okay. Uh, instead of doing that, he picks up the – microphone and he says good evening ladies and gentlemen here in the waiting area uh you're on the best airline in the world and we are absolutely uh, just so delighted to have you here we could not be more and i just want you to know that every one of you uh is a special person to us and he's just you know he starts going into this this deep thing and here's what's going on and the pilot's going to be here because we want that pilot to be here just as much as you want the pilot to be here and i just want to let you know that uh, no matter where you're from make sure you root for the cubbies because no matter if they're good or they're bad you got to root for the cubbies and let me further say that should the should the Bears move out to Arlington Heights, they will not become the Arlington Heights Bears. They will always be the Chicago Bears. Whoa. Um, and and, and he just, he's just like just riffing. freestyling. He's riffing. <laughs> it's like um, filling time if you were actually on the radio. And and he's, he's all happy. I mean, it was, I, okay. couldn't, I couldn't be mad at the guy because he was just like this happy dude. Kind of Tony, Tony yeah. Robbins, yeah. like giving you the inspirational and he, talk. And he did that. And he was like, yeah, I mean, you know, no matter where you go in the world, make sure you bring a smile with you because you're going to lighten somebody else's day up just a little bit wow. more. And that's what this life is all about. And I just want to thank everyone for being here. And we'll be on that plane here pretty soon. I just want to and appreciate everyone here. Thank you very much. And there was this awkward moment where everyone sitting at the gate looks at each other is like, are we, are we, are we supposed, to, supposed to clap? What do we do now? What, what happens now? Um, so a little odd, okay. very strange that he um, made such a fervent plea for the Cubs. Yeah. 
Uh, but you're sh- flying not, out. But you're flying out of Chicago. I was right? in Chicago. Okay. Not strange that he was saying it, uh, but strange that he was saying it to a group of people who are going to Springfield, where you know, forty nine percent of them it. are going to be Cards fans. Forty nine percent are going to be Cubs fans, and, and then there's two percent who like the Sox, and they're in jail, so it doesn't really matter. Correct. That they're going to stab a first base coach. <laughs> And if they're not in jail, they really should, should be. Yeah, exactly. Them and the horse guy, <laughs> they're about all the same. I think that guy was a Sox fan, wasn't he? Was. So there was. Who do you like in the American League, Sox? Okay. So, uh, that makes sense. That checks out. <laughs> all right. We still got to take you in, though. Come out for a bucket of apples night at Guaranteed Rate Field. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So there but was. But early, earlier in the week, um, Again, minor delay. It was like, hey, five minutes. The maintenance guy has got to come and sign a piece of paper, and that's where you know we'll be on the way. So it wasn't like one of those things where, like, ladies oh, and gentlemen, God. we're going to be on the tarmac for the next four hours. It was no big deal. It was yeah. um, and so the flight attendant um, gets on the phone to speak to the entire plane. Now, remember, she's at the very front of the plane talking down the tube yeah. uh, to all the people uh, there. Dongs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she says, while we're waiting... How about if I do a little joke for you? Oh, here we go. I was like, yeah, don't, don't do this. Don't do this. She's trying out new material. Yeah, she may be was, a stand-up. She's like trying eight, out new eight material. 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, the whoa, that's a little, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a little too early for, for joking. So she's got the phone in one hand talking to the plane. She takes her other hand, sort of curls her finger in a, in a C shape, puts it on her lip. Oh, God, like she's wearing a mustache. And says the following. I must ask you a question. Removes her finger, but I'll shave it for later. That was her bit? That was her bit. And then she said, oh, and thank thank you for not booing. Now, two things were going on here. First of all, <laughs> what is going on? Nobody gave a damn about your no. stupid idiot joke. No, that's but that's not a joke. It's not a joke. No, a joke it has a setup and a punchline. <laughs> Beginning, middle, and end. Yes. Um, that was a pun. At best. Yeah, not even that. Well, it was a sight gag that really the two people in the front couple of rows maybe saw if they were paying attention. Because, no one uh, is. Yeah, a lot of us. Yeah, the, the flight attendant gives her speech of, you know, please look at the safety instruction card. Two in the front, two in the back. It might be behind you. Yeah. And so it's just a lot of Charlie Brown walk, walk, walk stuff. And so she was amazed that nobody booed her. I was amazed that she thought people were listening because they one. weren't. Or two, looking at her or being able to see. And it was a sight gag. Yeah. Must ask you a question. I'll shave, shave it, it for, for later. later. Uh, oh, God. And I just I just wanted to you know like give her a hug, pat her on the head and say, yeah, don't, don't ever do that again. <laughs> no, no. Just, that's, that's not a material just, thing. Just bring some pretzels. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Next time, just bring you're the just, apple you're, juice. You're just the pretzels lady. That's yeah, all you're, exactly. you're, not the, you're not the entertainment tonight. <laughs> Thanks a lot there, Stephen Wright. <laughs> With your observational humor. You're just just the pretzel lady. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, It's the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Last week, we discussed quickly the passing of Gordon Lightfoot and how we rejoiced in that. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Well, he comes back up again in this particular Ask, Ask Reddit thread, okay? And the question is, you have to listen to one song on repeat for 24 hours straight to win a million dollars. What song are you choosing? And so some of the responses are... Is that a hard challenge? One song for 24 hours straight for a million bucks? No, that's not, that's not asking much, is it? I mean, it's the same song over and over, but if it's a song you like... You can choose it. Go ahead. Right, yeah. And we can discuss which song we would choose. All right. But some of the responses were Baby Shark, 
um, a long symphony, yeah. you know, like a Beethoven or whatever that goes on for a very long time. Uh, I'll walk 500 miles, someone said. And then someone responded with, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Is it just because it's on everybody's mind right now because Lightfoot? Possibly, or that it's a very long song. But can you imagine 24 hours of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? I thought that's how long the song was. It feels that way. It's really only like eight minutes, I think, (laughs) but it feels like 24 hours. And I thought, who would willingly say that? Yeah, and that's, that's... You can't. I know people really like that song, but you can't like it that much. No, for twenty-four hours straight of yeah. the cook saying, "Been nice to know you." Even the people who like the song like it once a year. Yeah, that's not something you turn on like more than maybe on the day of the anniversary. Now, there's wisdom in picking a long song. Correct. I thought that's smart. You know, like a Hey Jude or a the, like like uh, Civil War from Guns sure, N' Roses right. and November Rain, like where it's ten minutes of like okay, I can yeah. kind of lose myself for a minute. Maybe a Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. That's that's a little bit lengthy. Maybe if, uh, Stairway to Heaven. Those are all viable choices. But Wreck of the Emma Fitzgerald, no, no, that's not viable. No, that's is, is there any that person Gordon, needs to check themselves in and make sure that they're mentally okay? Is there any Gordon Lightfoot song that would be acceptable for twenty four hours straight for a million dollars? No, no. You know the answer to that. It's no. Yeah. I think you would have to up how, let me ask you this, how much money would it have to be (laughs) to listen to any Gordon Lightfoot song for 24 hours straight? I mean, I think we're talking Jeff Bezos money here at this point. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I think enough for me to buy my own rocket and go to the moon so I'd never have to hear Gordon Lightfoot again. I think it's all of Jeff Bezos' money uh, plus all the stock in Amazon. I I would agree. And then then maybe... Just maybe I would listen to a yeah. Gordon Lightfoot song for 24 hours straight. Right. We, just, we, just now, maybe. Now we're negotiating. We can, right, we can, we exactly. can I can work with this. But yeah, I, I think you have to choose a lengthier song. As much as I love Green Day and all that, American Idiot for 24 hours straight. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of American Idiot in a 24 hour span. It is. And finally, on the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast, we've discussed this many times before. Of just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm. Robert De Niro just had another kid at age 79. My goodness, Bobby. What are you doing? I know she'll like it, too, because <laughs> obviously he's using eugenics, but you don't need that, right? He should be the next spokesperson for it, though, right? He should be. Yeah. Big hurt. You yeah. talking to me? You talking to me? Because yeah. she'll like it, too. Doug Flutie makes a pass and then bonk, bonks him in the head. <laughs> and it's hey. Robert De Niro. Hey, Bobby, what's going on? Hey, Big Hurt. Hey, yeah. Doug. I feel great. I'm 79. And boy, I just, boy, boy, boy. Exactly. I, she liked it, too. In fact, she had my baby. Uh, that shouldn't be allowed, right? How do you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. 79 and you're having a kid? That right. kid is not growing up with a dad. No. I did the math quickly. And he would be 95 years old teaching that kid how to drive. Assuming he keeps his stuff together by then. I mean, you know, I mean he, he, he could start to falter any day now. Correct. But the one thing about it is that kid would never go over the speed limit with a 95-year-old dad <laughs> teaching him how to drive. Right. Right. He'd be over to the side of the but, road going 15. But the, but the yeah, you're right. It's it's a strange, uh, and there's always, there's been, I was I just, I had seen something here about. Because his other kids are, 51 is his oldest. Then 46, 27, 24, and 11. Right. And all of those adult children. 11, really? Um, yeah. So that means he had one at 70. And yeah. that should be the cutoff. Gee whiz. I, and I'm being generous. I think the cutoff for 
fathering a child should be probably 60, not to be ageist, but hey, you know, good for you that it's all working, and congratulations that you're still finding someone to do the hippity that's will that's able to still have a child. Right. So there's going to be that age gap, but come on now. Yeah, I'm trying to. I was just looking at a list of other uh, celebrities who have had uh, kids, kids at older ages. Uh, Hoda, I would. I don't know how to say her last name. Hoda Kotb. Hoda Kotb. Uh, I guess had a kid at 57. Okay, that uh, that that's fine. What else do we have here? Um, but 79, you're almost 80 and you're having kids. Didn't, um, yeah, and Tony Randall, I think, did that did, too. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I mean, God bless you. See, this is a list of all women, and there, there's a there's a point at which you can't um, can't have anymore. But uh, yeah, for um, the guys, I guess, Nugenics has brought about uh, a new age of older dads. <sighs> Thanks a lot, Big Hurt. Just, yeah, I know. I'm really, I'm really, uh, I'm I'm conflicted here. Just text uh-huh. you shouldn't to six eight six eight six for your bottle of Nugenics, and she'll like it too. They should make it in those really hard to open bottles that old people with arthritis <laughs> can't open. That there's a point That's where true. you just can't open this jar anymore. And it's like okay, you've you've passed the time. And by the way, dongs, if you're listening, you should give a free bottle of Nugenics with every dong purchase, right? To make sure your dong never goes limp. That's right, and she'll shoot it too. <laughs> what? What? Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you tuning in. Remember, don't ask a stripper out. Visit Dongs when in Tulsa. Yeah, watch where you watch. Watch out for horses and penises. And yeah, and if you see someone with a bucket of apples, you know what they're going to do. <laughs> so, call, so call, so call the authorities beforehand.